Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. Okay, it is Saturday. Uh, and I, exactly one weekend before the big Oscar show, okay? And we're trying something different. I'm, um, hopefully we can get a guest call in. Um, join me on the show. Uh, it's going to be a 30-minute show. And this kind of, you know, um, flying by the seat of the pants, you could say. And uh, we're going to go over uh, a preview on the Oscars. And now uh, we're going to get somebody else's opinion. Hopefully Mark is on the line there. Uh, let's see. Yes. Hello? Hey, Frank. How's it How going? Hey. Okay, Mark, welcome to the show. Okay, everybody, this is the way it goes. Uh, we might be stumbling on each other because we are going on, we're doing the show with smartphones. Okay, so usually there's a screen we can look at. We're not doing it, so we're flying by the seat of our pants. And um, um, I'm going to bring up a topic, and uh, Mark is going to give his opinion. And this, tonight is uh, the Oscar Talk preview. Oscar is going to be in next uh, weekend, and um, we're going to just, you know, just on top of our heads, the, the best and worst. We think we're going to win. Um, and this is for the movies that have been nominated for the 2014, the year of 2014, should I say? So. We have 30 minutes, so if this show sounds rushed, well, it is. We're going to squeeze in as much as we can on this show. Um, Mark, and let's start with Mark. Mark, what is like your favorite film of 2014 that wasn't nominated for, for Best Picture? Uh, that's, that's a tough one because it seems like more or less the majority of the films that were nominated were, were independent, independent films. They didn't seem like they were high budget. And... I think I, I may ha- I may be wrong, but was Thelma nominated for an Oscar for the film? Which one? Thelma. Uh, yes, it was. Okay. The, well, I guess that's uh, one of the better films. We have Thelma, we have Birdman, we have American Sniper. Hmm. Uh, well, yeah. I, I, any of these? Uh, any of these? Have you seen? Yes, I definitely saw Birdman and American Sniper. Okay, and um, which ones will be your favorite of the two? Of the two, I guess, oh, it would be uh, Birdman. Better than American Sniper. Like the Wrestler. Did you get to see it? Which one? Birdman. Actually, I managed to see every film that's been nominated, and I managed to see all the films that either um, uh, the actor or actress or supporting actor have been nominated. But believe it or not, I've seen all of them. Uh, don't ask me how, but I've I've done it. But I'll be honest with you, the most overrated is Boyhood, and I think Imitation Game should get all the nominations. But uh, as far as the Golden Globes and all these other award shows, they had the BAFTA Awards, the English award shows, which is like the uh, the British equivalent of the Oscars. Everybody's been picking um, Boyhood as far right. as the actor as Eddie Redman for uh, best actor. Um, and so they say that Michael Keaton might be the shoo-in. Uh, best actress is Julianne Moore. Best uh, supporting actress is uh, Patricia Arquette for Boyhood. And best supporting actor is my favorite, J.K. Simmons in uh, Whiplash. Uh, now, these actors have been winning 
everything, and I think that's what's going to happen in the Oscars. But my personal favorite, straight down the line, is an imitation game for best director, um, actor, screenplay, everything. Um, but it's not, it's not going to get it. But my my personal favorite is supporting actor J.K. Simmons, just to get that out there. And that's the one he's, um, you know, uh, I love Whiplash. I think that's my personal favorite next to uh, Imitation Game as far as all the other uh, movies that have been nominated. Um, so I'm just getting that out of the way. So if my J.K. Simmons wins Best Supporting Actor, I'm, I'm happy. As far as the rest of the, uh, the awards go, Everything is basically a uh, shoe, and I think the only one right now, uh, as far as uh, Best Picture, I think is a competition between um, um, a Boyhood and Birdman. And who knows? Maybe American Sniper might, uh, might you know, might be a, a, a pull-off. But I don't know, you know. Yeah, well, that's sort of my same thought about it too. Birdman seemed like pretty much it seemed a lot like that movie, The Wrestler, and. Right. Seems it seems sort of like the same narrative about a, a, a guy, and you have to feel sorry for him, and it's like, oh, poor me, poor me. You know, everybody feel bad for me. Oh, I am crying inside because I have, I basically haven't cared about anyone else else's life, but let me cry all about myself. <laughs> right? You Wasn't know, that pretty much it? Exactly. You know, I never thought of it. I never put put two and two together with the wrestler, but it's exactly the same thing. And at yeah, the end, the same premise, the same thing with the wrestler. <laughs> that he, it was just his pity party. Uh, I, I'm sorry to say it, but you know, Birdman was a good movie because it, it was very reminiscent of the wrestler. Uh, Ed Norton was great in it. I'm surprised he didn't get nominated. Did he get nominated? For yes, he did get nominated. Yeah, yes, he he, well, he's great in it because. Uh, and that movie really seemed as though he wasn't pulling any punches. He pretty much told you the way it was, you know, that he's basically a jerk as a human being. And anything outside of that, uh, it's possibly, you know, he's he's pretending who he is on screen because off screen, it, it's not the real him. Right, right. He's a completely different guy in um, um, in, in uh, real life. I mean, real he's life. very educated. Yeah, he's a very educated uh, person, and uh, he uh, he's also a screenwriter. And they, uh, like uh, l- l- a lot of people picked that him because he wasn't the right type for um, uh, like he was miscast for the Hulk. But in the meantime, he did a lot of the writing for the Hulk. Yeah, it was and great. Maybe- yeah, but maybe they they thought he did too much writing, and that's why he didn't get called back. My well, I, I heard they didn't call him back. I mean, just on rumors from what I've heard, it's just basically he's very, very tough to deal with. They even brought it up in that movie Birdman that that he even admitted it. Yes, I'm a very tough person to deal with because I want things my way, and some people can't deal with that. And and he he basically put it he put himself out there. Everything. It was probably him in real life. He put it out there. He told you he was difficult. He told you people don't want to work with him. He told you he was cut out of movies because he was just he's just too arrogant and he doesn't want it their way. He wants it his way. I can believe it. That's why I said he. It seemed in that movie he was being real. Right. Right. I mean, well, that, that goes to show you, um, you know, um, sometimes when you put your heart on sleeve, uh, you know, you you lose work that way. You know, right. I mean, but the, I I can see his arrogance because uh, yeah. I think he went to Ivy League school or something like that. He's very educated. Yeah, I think he's a, you know, he, well, he basically graduated at Harvard. Yeah, the, well, there you go. I wonder he's got an attitude. <laughs> yeah, that's why I bet you he's saying, "Look, I, I graduated from Harvard. I'm the best actor out there." So you know, he, he's probably pretty much coming up from the uh, theory of acting, of method acting. 
Right, but th- but then no, like James Dean and everyone, and I bet you James Dean was probably pretty pretty uh, tough to deal with. Yeah, uh, as a matter of fact, one of the pictures that got nominated was um, um, oh, was it back in 1956? I believe it was the Academy Award-winning picture was uh, Around the World in 80 Days, and three big pictures of that year, which was uh, the Ten Commandments, The King and I, and Giant, which also starred Rock Hudson. James Dean was in that picture. All, th- right. all those three pictures lost to Around the World in 80 Days, but even oh, in Giant, boy. you know. Yeah, he got joke. nominated. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was weird. But that that's an, that's another category about pictures that are getting uh, nominated, and um, you know, and that winning. I mean, we we can do a whole half hour show. As a matter of fact, we'll probably do that after the Oscars. Like I said, just to right. let everybody know, we're we're doing a half hour show here with um, uh, this is the first time Mark is actually doing the show with me on Block Talk Radio. So we're kind of winging it, folks. Okay, so don't mind. Yeah, sounds great kinda... to me so far. So far, so good. So yeah, we're, we're I have no problem with that. Few... I, I think it it's it's translating very well. Okay, so so far so good. Okay, so we got we got 19 minutes left. So um, oh, if I, I can continue with Best Picture, and and go ahead, uh, go I'm sorry it. to say, American Sniper was very, you know, it was it was fine, but I guess it went on a little too long. It was it was it wasn't a bad movie. I would see it. I would see it again. You know, it was oh, bad. You would see it again. Yeah, I would. Right, I, I gave it. I, I gave it a three out of five. I mean, for me, your first the war movie, I think Unbroken was the better one, the one direct, direct, uh, directed by Angelique Jolie. But, you know, but I was surprised that American oh, Sniper got... Oh, uh, speaking about movies that should have been nominated, something just came into mind. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Nightcrawler. It's funny you should mention that. That got nominated uh, for Best Picture and for Best Actor for the Critics' Choice Awards, for the Golden right. Globes, and for it's the Best Awards and the Oscars... Turn it down. Tell it, let everybody know why. Because I, I mentioned it. Let everybody know why you think Nightcrawler should have been uh, deserving, and why you think he should get nominated for uh, the Oscar. Okay. Let's uh, give you, uh, you you your review. <laughs> okay, my review: Nightcrawler. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal definitely was better than any other film I ever seen him in. Any other film, it seemed like he wasn't real. In this film, people said that he he came off with a creepy factor that seemed all too all too real to them. And and like most acting, your acting has to come from somewhere. So if it was a little too creepy for you or too real, maybe it was too. He was playing it too close to the vest. But he was great. And and Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler was great. It was almost almost like watching a millennial. It was a millennial film about millennials, sort of about a person who was in a certain situation and he was trying to fight fight his way out of that situation. Sort of like, let's say I'm I'm in a feudal period. I, I have a certain ca- I'm in a certain caste system, and I'm trying to fight out of that caste system and elevate myself. And that's basically what he did in this movie. I thought it was brilliant. If anything, it, it moved quicker than American Sniper. It should have been nominated for Best Picture. Oh, but okay. I, I guess American Sniper was nominated probably because it was a true story about uh, a man who gave his life uh, for, for tours in, in a war in Iraq. I, I, I guess they they, they went the, uh, uh, sentimental. Yeah, I mean, it's, if you it's look so at... sentimental. And, and uh, like you said, you were saying that the best actor should definitely go for the the main actor for for Whiplash. Well, he's going to get supporting actor for, for right. some strange reason. Um, Miles Heller, uh, if I, I think is his name, he's he's going to be the uh, uh, the the new lead in for Fantastic Four. 
uh, he's going to be the uh, mm. Riches, Dr. Riches for the Fantastic Four. He's he's the right. he's the student. He's a drummer. He got the, the top billing, and J.K. Simmons got the so for supporting actor. That's how they actually J.K. Simmons carries the whole movie. He is Simmons, the film. If, if anything, uh, I guess it, the movie wasn't about him, but he he should definitely had been pushed up there as as one of the best actor roles because if anything he seems to come off more alive in that movie from what i've seen i didn't get to see the whole movie but i was so i saw huge spans of his ability from from clips yeah Oh, 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 definitely. That's right. First of all, the, the, the movie is very smartly written. Uh, him being a, a real, uh, a real, uh, how you say, uh, pretty much a sick bastard. You know, he's kind of twisted. Yeah, his head, yeah. But and I think the, that comes from end, somewhere. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, all you know, good actors he's been, have to have something in them, like some kind of sickness or, or you know, I hate to say this, kind of crazy genius in order to to make it come alive. I know he's he's facing other people who I would say are equally as good. Mark Ruffalo, who also played the Hulk from Foxcatcher. Right. Uh, Ed right. Norton, who played the Hulk from Birdman. Right. It would have funny if everybody else here played the Hulk. You know, Robert Duvall, the judge, Ethan Hawke, Boyhood. You know, Robert Duvall is another actor, a very fine actor. You know, they, they have a very, he has a very, you know, a good selection right here. If, any, if anything, like you say, J.K. Simmons would be my best choice for... It should have been best actor. They, they, but they put him in this category. But in a way, I'm kind of glad they put him in this category because if he would uh, would have went uh, for the you know the best best actor award, there would have been some c- tough competition there. Um, uh, what I like about J.K. Simmons is uh, that uh, you, uh, it's funny because in in the, in the movie he's uh, obsessed about something you know getting that, that that quality you know achieving that quality and don't forget in real life he's been in this business for 30 years and he's oh, always yeah. been known. I, I, I heard this whole that, report about how he started in high school. I think. I'm not sure whether or not, he, yeah, he started as a singer, started in musicals, because he said he was a better uh, singer or a musician, you know, as a, a musical uh, actor than he was an actual actor. And then eventually the acting ability caught on with his his ability with with music. Right, right. He was actually in the, on, on Broadway on stage. That's how, uh, how he uh, met his wife. I think yeah, he had yeah, an interview with him at uh, uh, he, he His ability for singing basically elevated him to Broadway. If he, he didn't have that ability to sing, he, he would probably hadn't received most of the roles he did on Broadway. Right. And then, but it, t- it took him a, a long time to be in movies. Like, everybody recognized him. I mean, the, uh, um, I think his most famous role to date so far, besides the drum, you know, being the teacher, and the drama mm-hmm. movie is uh, him being the inspired um, um, being the reporter. Well, what's oh, the, what's or I think you were going to say, in the show Oz. Where he was right 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 and then the cable tv uh show right yeah. Oz. he he played uh he played the racist yes neo-nazi yeah right right but I, everybody was, uh, huh yeah but uh oh, but uh, don't forget that was cable tv and a lot of people did not see Oz. i was one of them and that's why you know the the thing the first thing that comes to mind is that he did uh spider-man he played uh the, the head of the newspaper what's his name Jane Jonah Jameson, The Daily Planet. No, is it The Day, Daily Planet or The Daily Bugle? The Daily yeah, the Bugle, Daily, Was it go. The Daily Bugle? I think it was. The, yeah, Daily Bugle. Some Spider-Man fan is right, tearing his hair out right now. <laughs> but if you have to see him, you can see him probably catch him on Oz. Yeah. 
That, you can I see mean, where uh, his he, viciousness he, comes in. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, you can see the nastiness in the. In yeah, the, that's what it's probably I mean, they, they're calling the movie Full Metal a drama for crying out loud. I thought that was funny. I saw that on IMDb. I cracked up and said, yeah, that, that's pretty much it, you know? I wonder how but, it would have uh, been if they would have gotten the uh, sergeant from Full Metal Jacket and put him in that movie Whiplash. Yeah, I, it would have been perfect. Um, so, so who's your prediction for Best Actor? Um, I, I'm going to go for uh, Michael Keaton. They, they, uh, you know, I mean, everybody is going for Boyhood. Um, even though Oof. he didn't get nominated for... Um, um, the kid didn't get nominated. Um, oh, oh right. he didn't get nominated for Best Actor. Ethan Hawke, he, he got nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Because I guess the movie's about the, the, the kid and not so much about uh, the father. Right, right. It, it was more about uh, the kid growing up and stuff like that. Um, right. But, uh, as, as, uh, okay, uh, well, everybody's going for Eddie Redman. As a matter of fact, I just saw Jupiter Ascending uh, last night. Uh, that's playing in the neighborhood theater. And, uh, boy, talk about stealing from every movie in the book. It was fun. It was, uh, I, you know, if you're a sci-fi fan, it's right. good. If you're Star Wars, if you're into Dune, uh, yes, if you're into Flash, Barbarella, Dark City. I didn't see the whole Dumbarina. thing, but it reminded me a lot of Dune. The premise seemed very, very similar to Dune. Oh, that yeah. I think I very mean, few people that, saw too. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Dune, Barbarella, Dark City, Blade Runner, Flash, even Submariner. The way he uh, he uh, he he flies, he flies oh. on like almost like on, like an escape board, like Back to the Future, but he glides like Submariner. I mean, they stole everything in the book, but it it, it was, I give it three out of five. years a sci-fi fan, but Eddie Redman plays the, like the evil lord, like the Darth Vader in there, and oh. uh, you know, and he's not even there promoting was, that. I guess it was hire an Englishman or a foreigner to play the evil character because they want to have someone with an accent. Yeah, so he got the accent and everything like that. And at first I didn't recognize him. Then I put two and two together. He's playing Stephen Hawkins in the theory of everything. I mean, everybody's going to be uh, shooting for him. He already got all the awards. And uh, except for Michael Keaton, I think he got uh, the Screen Actors Guild Award where he did that speech. And I think he got the Critics' Choice Awards. And remember, he did that speech. That, right, uh, I saw that, him in the Critics' Choice Awards. performance for his son. Right. And he was uh, dedicating his performance his career to his son. I mean, I mean that was playing it smart, you know, trying to get to uh, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah, trying to be a jerker, huh? Yeah, trying to be a jerker. No, that's how you play. You start crying in those award shows, and it basically is a sure, it's going to help you out in edging every all the other uh, candidates for for the Oscars. Right, but well, don't, don't forget the Oscars. You know, you got to be mentally impaired, handicapped, uh, an alcoholic, um, a prostitute with a good heart, and that's how you win the award. You know how the Oscars are. So, or, or you know, English. Playing, or, or English, you know. English I, I said, or, or some from, from a country that speaks the language perfectly, <laughs> which is not including America. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. um, yeah, I, th- I thought, um, and I said it before, that uh, Eddie's performance was good. Eddie Redman's performance as Stephen Hawkins, except is only in the first hour. In the second half hour, he's in, he's sitting in the wheelchair and the computer's doing the voice. So, there's not much oh, acting no. there. Yeah, That's it's only the first half hour when he's deteriorating, when he's getting ill and sick, he winds up in the, in the wheelchair. The first hour, he was really good. And the second hour is is the computer talking, and he, and he has this one dumb look on his face. Uh, For the rest of the movie. Think, 
Yeah, well, for, the, for the second half. And I'm not saying dumb because he's handicapped, but his, right. his, the face is, there's, there's nothing there. That, you know, it, it doesn't move or nothing. I mean, it's just like you could put a mannequin in, 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 uh, in the second half. You wouldn't know the difference. Well, that shouldn't uh, surprise I mean, you. I remember a long time back they gave a Best Actress Award to Helen Hunt for the piano. And I, I don't even think she spoke. She was she played a deaf actress. I mean, a deaf, <laughs> uh, a, a deaf person. So I didn't even understand that. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Uh, how about uh, who was it? Um, um, uh, was it uh, uh, James Duty Dench? Uh, she won for Shakespeare and Love, and and she was only in the movie for, for twenty minutes, and she won for Best Supporting Actress. Yep. Well, you see, that's uh, that's how it goes. Yeah, I mean that. So that's uh, you know, I think Michael Keaton. He's actually support. He's actually supported the movie. You know, I mean, um, that's how they they got these things wrong. I mean, uh, American Sniper. It won for you know, it got an Oscar nomination, but it was because of Bradley Cooper's performance. Uh, Michael Keaton actually carried Birdman. Uh, yes. Budapest Hotel. I couldn't care less. And and neither Foxcatcher. I, I'm glad that did not get nominated for Best Picture. Uh, so you're not a time. Stephen Carell fan. Uh, uh, no, I am not. <laughs> I, uh, no, I am not. I never thought. I never saw. Uh, I liked his performances and anything. Uh, I, I didn't never. I liked him in the office. I was. Uh, I never thought much of him as comedian. No, neither did I. Uh, only the 40-year-old version, he was funny. But everything since then, and, you know, all he does, and have you ever seen the video? I put it on, on my blog, by the way. And uh, they showed the video of the actual guy, okay, from the DuPont family, the, the whatever his name was. And uh, the guy was kind of creepy looking, but, you right. know, he did have a personality. And over here, uh, you know, Steve Carella is just like he's got his nose up in the air, and he's it's got this monotone voice throughout the whole movie. And so you got, you not, you're nominated for the best I mean, a pretty tough yeah. character to try to make endearing. Yeah, I mean, but what he did, it was the same thing like a social network. What Jesse Eisenberg did, um, what's his name? And he took one aspect of it and made it for like for two hours. But, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, what's his name from the creator from the Facebook? You know, he, he smiles a lot and he goofs yeah, in a lot of things. Right. Some people say he's the jerk, but he's got a personality. But you see him in interviews. He's, you know, he's trying to make a light of things. He's got a personality. He tried to be charismatic. Well, he tried I to be funny. A personality coach. Other than that, I, I remember when I, I really started seeing him in the beginning when he started giving those speeches about Facebook and and advertising. He was also very monotone. He didn't he didn't seem really to have a, a personality. And I bet you, if anything, they probably, he probably hired somebody or people told him with the company said look you have to have a personality you have to go out there you know you're the face of the company and you got to make it seem as though you're 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 engaging right but most of these, but, uh, but you know, most the guys who know one thing i'm sorry to say i i hate to be too general a state a statement to make about these guys who do uh social networking or computers or like apple to to paint them all with a, a broad brush and say that they have a very little to zero personality but it sort of seems that way. But what can you say? Those are those are tough characters to play. Yeah, I mean, but that, you know, but Jason Eisenberg didn't cover anything else, and it wasn't his fault. I mean, they, they a lot of the actors they do that. They they hone on one single uh, a personality trait and they milk that. 
You know, they don't mm-hmm. put any uh, any other uh, depth. Okay, I can understand a lot of times they don't get to meet the the the, the person they're betraying and stuff like that. But they, you know, they should add like every every movie takes liberties in historical facts, the way the right. uh, the actual events you, have you gone have, down, especially with with real life people. Real life people. Don't have like a, a, a different levels of a, of a of a personality. It's only an actor who molds it and, and makes it something different than what it really is. It's amazing. Right. They even talk about how when Lincoln gave his speech, his Gettysburg's address. You know, in the movies, they make it seem more dramatic than what it really was. But in reality, he got up, he gave the speech so quickly, he did it like in a monotone voice. And by, and, and by the time all the reporters had a chance to try to take a photograph and, and talk to him about it, he, it was like he was already done, and he sat down. Uh, yeah, exactly. The, the the famous guy who took the, the the who did not take the photograph, he said, "I didn't think the speech would be so fast. I had I didn't have any time to set up and take a picture." I yeah, said, well, exactly. Because he, he was just like he got up, he he basically uh, half asked it and then just sat down. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, like real people do. No one no one really gets up and gives a speech too often and and tries to say, "Oh, I better make this really good for the movies." Well, uh, let me tell you, Michael Keaton did. He should have got an Oscar for that speech for his kid. I tell you, he pulled it off. It was about the movie. Right. Okay. okay, so what do you, what, what do you think? Uh, we got uh, four minutes left. What do you think is going to be the best picture? For best picture, um, I I would hope it would be something like maybe the Imitation Game, or maybe Whiplash, or even yeah, even the thing with everything. But maybe they'll give it to Birdman, just just because he, you know, he's just throwing a pity party for himself, and everybody will will feel bad for Michael Keaton. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I said it before that I I personally picked the Imitation Game, but uh, it looks like everything is pointing to the Boyhood. Uh, another picture that I didn't think it, it really? a nomination. I didn't think too much about that film. I mean, the whole premise of shooting over a couple of years is a novelty. If anything, it's just. Novelty 101. It's sort of like it's sort of like you're a, you're a director in a in a school in a in a college, and you say, "Oh, this is what I want to do." It's a novelty, isn't it? And everybody says, "Oh, yeah, it's great. It hasn't been done. Do it." Yeah, exactly. Well, I did say he kind of tried out with that that trilogy that he did with Ethan Hawke uh, before Sunrise, before Sunset, before Dawn, or whatever. It was a trilogy of movies that was done in, in the space of ten years right. with the same uh, two actors. And I said, you know, he already did that kind of formula with uh, the same couple. They meet, they get engaged, they get married, and they have kids, and they almost get divorced. And right. it was a, a, a trilogy in ten years. So even he stole from his own gimmick, you know, yeah, that, his it, own it, shtick. It, like you say, it's an old gimmick. That gimmick has been around for since ever. I even heard about this one guy. He did that gimmick a long time ago in England. It was called Seven. He would go to school children, speak to them, and every seven years he would go back to them and find out how they were doing. Ah, okay, okay, folks. They, they, there goes your little trivia for for the show. Okay, so that even so that maybe he took that from uh, from England then, huh? Yeah, that's the thing. You said we both know it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick from way back. It's a gimmick like, oh, every couple of years I'll go back to this and see how they're doing. And it's a, it's a and, and gimmick that's been done so many times in so many different ways. This is just another, like they say, gimmick movie. And in the meantime, this, this guy's going to get it for uh, for best picture. The most overrated. Oh, my God. Well, so we got, we got another minute left. Uh, I'd like to thank Mark for joining me on this show over here. Thank um, you, Frank. We really, 
uh, we really did it by uh, of um, you know by the seat of pants. Thanks, Mark. Uh, you're welcome. And um, we're gonna do we're gonna do a follow up. Okay. Um, huh? I didn't. Um, there were some announcements I gotta make during the week. Uh, everybody enjoy the weekend. If you're listening to this show, we're gonna post this right back on uh, Facebook and uh, and Twitter, and we're gonna do another show, uh, hopefully just before the Oscars. Okay, if when we don't make it, then enjoy the Oscars, but the, then the, we'll have a after party uh, kind of Oscar show. Um, what about, what about the show for uh, Forty Years of Saturday Night Live? Um, well, we can do a show. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, what the tomorrow night. What uh, like a three, four hour show they're gonna have? Right. Oh yeah, we definitely got to catch up on that. We have a lot to catch up on. Um, so. Uh, well, for now, that's that's our show. Uh, no, so we'll, we'll definitely have another follow-up show, hopefully uh, later on uh, this coming week, hopefully before the Oscars. If not, def- definitely a show after the Oscars. Uh, and then I'll also have an, uh, some more announcements. Um, so hopefully we'll get the show back on track and make this a, a weekly uh, And I got that. And talk about English. I got an English woman saying you have 90 seconds to continue your show or to to stop the show. Very good, mate. (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that is an English voice telling me the you know I get the less than uh, less than ninety seconds, but that's a wrap up, folks. Um, everybody, thanks for tuning in, thanks for listening, and we'll have a, definitely we'll have a, some kind of follow up uh, after this show. Okay, and that's about it. Any last words? Nope. I, she came on and said her sixty seconds is up. Any Thank last you for And there you go. Okay, everybody, we'll um, we'll, t- we'll tune in next time. Take care, everybody. Bye bye. Later.